Hi everybody, this is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy, uh, Geek Less Punk, and today I'm going to be talking about something called the Clobber Passages, and um, the reason I'm talking about it is it's actually one of my more popular YouTube videos. I forget how or why, but it has like 261 views, and that's like, that's good for me. <laughs> and then um, it has 10 likes, that's really good for me too. Um, and then in my podcast, uh, I've seen, it's like my top third episode of listen to ep episodes. My podcast is still getting there, but, um, but yeah, so because of that, and then someone left a comment on the video, I wanted to, um, go ahead and address this, like, I guess in, in case I need to, um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and do that, um, now. <laughs> This is kind of like a heavy topic, so maybe after this, I mean, some of these podcasts have been kind of heavy. Maybe after this, I'll do something more lighthearted, um, but this, this, I don't know, this is where what I decided to do. So um, just to let you know, the, the clobber passages, as far as what those are, it's like the slang term for like seven, I want to say there's like six or seven Bible verses that kind of talk about um, homosexuality. In my opinion, not really. They're not really talking about what we know today as LGBTQ people. Um, but uh, yeah, if you're coming out of like a certain kind of Christianity, then I, I guess I want to offer you some empathy and some grace. Um, you know, uh, I live in San Francisco. I love San Francisco. It's just like, um, and I happen to be pretty much a lesbian. But I just, I kind of worry about going over these topics because it's like... Um, I want to encourage women to go on dates with me because <laughs> I'm currently single. And, uh, you know, maybe sometimes talking about religion is like, quote unquote, not hot. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, sometimes I go on dates or yeah, and I don't have to talk about religion. Like, actually, I don't like at all because, you know, so but <laughs> but in the context of this podcast and you know, I can see like people all over the world listen to my podcast. I don't have tons of, uh, you know, I've, I've had 1600 views, uh, listens. I can see that in my analytics, which is great. So, so yeah, I'll be talking about the Bible today. Sorry if that's, uh, not hot. <laughs> um, but just in case, just in case someone needs to hear this, I'm going to go ahead and talk about this. The other thing I want to say is, um, right. I already said that I happen to be pretty much a lesbian. And, um, and with that, like, so, so I'm going to interpret the Bible as saying it's okay to be gay. You know what I mean? So that's my agenda. So it's for sure. If you're like homophobic, then I, I just, I just want to be very clear of where I'm coming from. Um, cause I think in the podcast, I'll be talking mainly to, I don't know, people who want a different perspective, a more positive perspective, I guess. Okay, so first thing I want to say is what made me think of this is, yeah, it's one of my more popular videos on YouTube. And it, uh, let's see, let's see, it, right, 261 views. And yes, yeah, so the clobber passages, like I said, six or seven verses that kind of talk about homosexuality, but not really. Um, and then there's tons of books written about this. There's the one I like is... Uh, bridging the canyon or build but she she goes into research this was uh so there's a woman unbridge the canyon man the book's in the other room 
<laughs> you can go to my blog if you go to um uh juliecurstudios.com blog you can see i think i do give her credit okay but anyway she calls it bridging the can the canyon but basically she was a heterosexual you know white lady and she started going hiking and she was religious she started going hiking and along her hikes she met a new friend and the new friend uh, happened to be a Native American, uh, lesbian, and different religion, right? And um, they both became friends, like really good friends, because they love to go hiking. <laughs> and, you know, in hiking, they're looking at nature. It's very spiritual. And they become really good friends. And she, like the, I'm going to call her the white lady. She has her name. Her, her name's Kathy. Kathy has an epiphany. And the epiphany is like, hey, uh homophobia is like the worst <laughs> homophobia biphobia transphobia she's like it's awful <laughs> and she realizes this through being friends with her new hiking buddy and so that's delightful she she just through hiking she realizes that being homophobic is awful and that's just kind of cool so she wrote this book trying to trying to build the gap between you know, people who want to have a spiritual side or explore their spiritual side, regardless of their sex sexual orientation, gay, straight, bisexual, etc. Okay, so that's my favorite one. That's my favorite book is uh, on it I, because it comes from such an authentic place and I own the book. It's thick, 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 thick. It's almost like an inch thick. Okay, the newest book is Clobber the Passages by Mel White. It says here, LGBTQ plus is not a sin. It's just another of the creator's mysterious gifts. Like, legit. I agree with Mel White. And Mel White is, is definitely, like, a legend. Um, uh, if you grew up, he's gay. Um, and then, so, he, he was, he worked for the Christian right for a really long time. And then he came out as gay. And then he fought for a long time, a really long time, um, or still fighting, to like basically try to convince uh conservative christians to not be homophobic and that that was like his mission type of thing and um i saw mel white talk a long time ago in san francisco and he was legendary like he was really good at good at speaking and then he he uh he the biggest epiphany he gave which was awesome he said don't debate scripture with people just don't debate scripture with people and I was like, that was the best advice. When I was in college, where I was still kind of, um, I still identified as Christian and, and I was a lesbian, uh, you know, I would debate scripture with straight people. And it was hurtful because like some, a certain kind of straight person is like really dedicated to their, their homophobia and they can kind of hide behind six Bible verses. <laughs> they can hide behind six Bible verses to be really mean. Like, really mean, like, yeah. Okay, so what I'm I'm going to go into, I'm going to do a YouTube video where I do recommend, his name's Mel White. By the way, fun fact, I guess, his son just won an Emmy. I never put two and two together. His son just won an Emmy. I was Googling Mel White. His son just won an Emmy for a show called The White Lotus, um, which I've been told is really, really good. So, um fun fact and Mel White's been on the amazing race with his son so uh that's that's pretty cool all right so I'm gonna go ahead and get into like if you're listening to this uh um 
uh, I'll get to it with the with the Bible verses. The first thing I want to say is like, uh, you know, I would like. <laughs> okay, I'm being silly. Uh, because I'm single, I totally encourage um, really awesome, amazing, you know, uh, women to go on dates with me. <laughs> okay, but let's get back to let's get back to the subject at hand. We're here to talk about the Bible. Sorry, that is, again, it's not hot. Sorry. Okay, the Bible. <laughs> okay, so here's what I want to say is, like, um, the other thing I want to say as far as, I have a cute story of, as far as, like, LGBTQ people. Like, I know a really cute couple, two women dating each other, and, like, one of them, she, she really likes to go to church. I know that's nerdy, but she likes to go to church. And her partner, a woman, isn't really into it, and she totally respects that. So she'll go to church. It's a gay-affirming church. And then she'll come home to her partner, and her partner's love language is baking her cookies. <laughs> cookies like the delicious dessert. So she'll go to church, and then she comes home from church, and her partner has made her, like, cookies, brownies, anything delicious. And, she, and they'll just sit and chat and eat cookies and brownies. So what a wonderful love language. <laughs> So, so the the thing is, so in that case, it's super cute. Like, she, she, you know, she's not, you know, like, she likes to go to church. Her partner's totally okay with that. She comes home. They eat cookies. I mean, it just sounds like a great life. Now, you, you can assume they do other things because <laughs> they're in love and which there's desire. But, hey, it's none of our business what they do behind closed doors. Uh, all you get is that they eat cookies. Okay, so I just want to make that point. It's like um, a lot of churches, synagogues, uh, there's a meditation center in Oakland that's super popular among LGBTQ people. So it's more on Eastern religions like Buddhism. So like for sure, I guess I want to say like if you're LGBTQ, like it's okay or or just anyone. Like I, I think it's good to express your whatever your spiritual side is. It can be hiking, like it doesn't have to be any kind of structured, organized religion. You know what I mean? The the other thing I want to say is, like, you know, I actually feel like overall, like, the church I grew up in wasn't perfect, but it was a pretty, like, I always grew up going to Baptist churches, so it's actually pretty chill. Like, you, you'd go, well, I'd have to wear a dress, and then I'd cry about having to wear a dress because I was a tomboy. And now I don't mind wearing dresses, like, if someone gets married or something like that. But First of all, I'd have to t- I'd have to put on a dress. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So for me, though, like, we'd go to church. You'd hear some cool Bible stories. And, like, basically, hey, like, everyone go be kind and loving to each other. You, you better go be kind and loving to each other. And, like, that's it. And then we'd leave and we'd go and be kind and loving to people. And so I could get into Christian theology, but I don't feel like I need to because, you know, like, I'm talking to LGBTQ people, like, my channel's not just for Christians, and, like, unfortunately, because some Christians are homophobic, they're not going to like me no matter what I do. Like, even if I became a veterinarian and dedicated my life to saving animals, like, there's still going to be homophobic uh, straight people who just think I'm garbage because I'm gay, even though I'm so squeaky clean, like, too squeaky clean, like, uh, ladies. <laughs> I'm available for dates. Okay, I promise I won't talk about church. Okay, uh, not hot. Okay, but back to what we're talking about here. So, but this podcast is about the Bible. Okay, so so the other thing I want to say is, um, let's see, what else did I say? Oh, right, right, right. Or like, yeah, like, you know, I have friends who grew up a traditional 
I'm sorry, it's going to sound awkward the way I say it, but I have friends who grew up traditionally in Judaism and like, and then they realized they were gay and stuff like that. But like, there, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's, there's usually these days and at least San Francisco, San Francisco has been LGBTQ friendly since I want to say the 1970s. So, and it's kind of the Mecca, but there's ton, like, there's tons of LGBTQ friendly uh, places of worship here if if people want to go the traditional traditional route okay so here's the thing so with that like I just want to say like I believe in kindness and love and goodness um oh right I have friends of all kinds of religious traditions so I think I'm a big advocate for positive expressions of religion and spirituality whatever that is for you um, when I got when I went to college, I met people of all different religious expressions or, or you know, like I had friends who grew, grew up traditionally Hindu, traditionally Buddhist, um, uh, Judaism, uh, Islam. Right. So and then all wonderful people, like all across the board, wonderful people. So I, I want to make that I also want to say that caveat that, uh, that I'm very friendly to just in general positive expressions of religion and spirituality, whatever that is for you. Okay. So here's the thing about the, 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 okay. So with all of that, here's why I feel comfortable like addressing this. So the thing about the clobber passages, there's like six or seven Bible verses that kind of talk about homosexuality, but kind of not. Um, the last thing I want to say is the re the last reason I decided to go ahead and do this is somebody left a comment on one of my videos um, the thing that I've gotten lucky on my YouTube videos, I don't get too many, like, negative reviews, um, or negative comments, you know, if I do, I just delete them, because <laughs> I'm small enough where I, I just delete negative comments, but, okay, like, one time, one of my videos, someone said, ugh, she's so annoying, and, about me, and I was like, ah, oh, valid, <laughs> but my channel is so small I just deleted the comment because yeah I might have blocked the person but no shade I might not have even blocked I definitely deleted the comment because I was like well you know let's keep it positive I'm still I'm still a small youtuber I'm not making money off of it you know what I'm saying so like let's try to keep it positive but of course that person's uh, va uh totally can totally okay like it's okay if that's their opinion like to them, I was really annoying, valid. I'm not even arguing with that. <laughs> I just, at this point in time, I'm going to keep my comments positive. So here's what happened with my clobber passages video. Uh, I think it's okay to say this. Like, uh, this guy left a really nice comment. His name was Gabriel Ayodeli Odadiran. I hope I said that right. So the thing that Gabriel said um, in my comment section that was... He, he was so sweet. I think he was afraid to say what he really wanted to say because what he said was kind of confusing, but basically, like, he disagrees with my interpretation of the clobber passages. And to that, like, I totally respect that. And with that, I want to tell um, th that I'm going to cite Mel White when I heard him speak a long time ago in San Francisco. I just want to say, like, I don't debate scripture so I just don't so that so but what I also want to say is what I'm so impressed with is this guy Gabriel was so kind like he's so kind in his in his comments like his communication style 
I was so impressed with it. I'm not agreeing with this interpretation, but, like, I think he, I don't even know. He was so sweet in his comments that, like, he didn't really, he was trying to say what he didn't want to say, and that's okay. But I, I'm just so impressed with his communication style. That's impressive. You know what I mean? Okay. So because of that, I want to thank Gabriel for having such a phenomenal communication style. Okay. And with that, um, okay, let's go into the clobber passages. Okay. So what sucks about the clobber passages is if there's people out there who want to interpret these passages as being homophobic, like they totally can. And that's what sucks because you can do that. Um, and that really sucks for LGBTQ people. Like, it sucks. But I think the issue is no one on planet Earth can take every single word of the Bible literally because, like, the Bible is the span of thousands of years and it does contradict itself. Now, on one hand. On the other hand, I, you know, as someone who grew up Baptist, like, I still think the Bible is sacred text. So, I'm I'm actually very reverent to the Bible. I just think that you have to sometimes take the Bible with a grain of salt. And um, yeah, so I'm not sure after all the research, after all the science, um, after all the psycho- psychology science, basically like um, just after all, everything we know-ish pretty much about sexual orientation, la la la, and historically, LGBTQ people have been around since humans have been around, you know, and we're only like 10% of the population. There's not that many of us. There's nothing to be afraid of. So uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I'm, you know, if there's people out there who are really, really dedicated to being mean to LGBTQ people because of six Bible verses, to me, that's just a little bananas. And, like, uh, that doesn't work for me. So let's say I'm having a barbecue, like, the funnest barbecue ever and i'm gonna invite people like unfortunately i can't invite homophobic people because you know that's uh not hot (laughs) homophobia or it's like not fun you know what i mean saying so i'll totally invite straight people to my barbecue but they they gotta be fun and like not homophobic so um okay so the thing the other thing so okay so if we actually get in so with that Um, so the word homosexual is an English word. The Bible was written in ancient Greek, I want to say, in the ancient Syrian language, I want to say, and it was also ancient Hebrew. And so when the Bible was written, um, they didn't have the English word or idea homosexual. They didn't have that concept when the Bible was written. So it's like, a lot of these stories, to me, once you read the stories, it's quite a stretch, in my opinion, to use these, like, verses to, like, condemn, like, what we know homosexuality to be today. And I want to say this because I get it. Like, if you're coming out of, like, that Christian world, and I sort of was coming out of it, you know, I get how it's like maybe the quote-unquote scene, the gay scene or whatever, it can be like intimidating and that kind of thing. And, and it's if you're LGBTQ and it's this whole other thing to navigate. The other thing is like as far as like the conservative Christian Kool-Aid, that's what I'm going to call it. Like if you're drinking that Kool-Aid, so to speak, um, it took me a, 
a minute or two to like not drink that Kool-Aid, so to speak. So, um, what's my point? <laughs> okay, my, <laughs> my, my point is just that, um, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, um, my point is just that like, um, oh, oh, oh. There, there are aspects of conservative Christianity, which I didn't, I didn't grow up conservative Christian. I grew up, like, kind of, like, poor people Baptist. And, like, not poor, but, like, eh, you know, like, country Baptist, like, small town Virginia. So I got lucky. It, it, it's a very chill version of Christianity. Like, I didn't grow up with the super conservative bananas version of Christianity. I got lucky. I didn't grow up with that kind. So I think that's why, like, my faith is what I'll call it, is, like, a little more genuine, a little more authentic. Okay. So, with that, uh, oh, okay, the Bible verses, okay. Yeah, they're written thousands of years ago. They're written in in a completely different language. So, it's like, you know, the game Telephone, which is a good game, but it's, it's basically, like, a really mean game of of uh a really mean game of like uh telephone and so i think that when you read the bible you just have to take it with a grain of salt and like like i said there's some really really great things about the bible so it's just like i just eh, you know what i mean i just think that um yeah i think i think the the mean version of christianity i don't know i haven't done a lot of research and i'm definitely in a little bubble in san francisco but um I just think that, like, uh, like the mean version of Christianity is basically, like, I think most of mainstream society has decided that it's, like, not cool. Yeah, and I'm kind of just joking, but I think homophobia is, like, maybe not a thing. It's kind of a thing, but it's not, like, a thing thing. At least, like I said, I'm in a bubble. Sorry, so my roommate's taking a shower. <laughs> and that distracted me. No, 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 not that I can see it. It's just, like, there's, like, a noise. So I got to refocus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Technical difficulties. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to, uh, okay, I'm going to get back to my blog. Do, 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 do. So, yeah, the six Bible verses, they had no concept of, you know. I made a video and a podcast where I go into the actual Bible verses. It's, it's tough. Like, it's heavy. Um, so definitely check out, if you like this podcast, you can go to my other, um, episode where I talk about, um, I talk about, I got actually go into the Bible verses or you can check out my YouTube channel. Just look up Julie, the filmmaker is what I'm called on YouTube and you can see my both. I think I made two or three videos about it. Okay. So the other thing is like, um, so, so, all right, I'm going to use my blog as, uh, as reference. So. The first thing I say is the the Bible is awesome and should be read with an open heart, definitely, but also with critical thinking skills. And I'm actually going to use a Bible verse. Matthew 10, 16 says, be as smart as a snake, but be as harmless as a dove. And to me, that's to me, that's just saying use your critical thinking skills, uh, you know, grain of salt when you're thinking about stuff. But also have a heart open for love. And so ideally you're going to use the Bible to be loving and kind for people who read the Bible. You don't have to read the Bible. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. If you don't read it, you're good. Okay. So, yeah. So the Bible was written a long time ago. It was written by people who were, right. So that's the other thing. 
the Bible was written by people, and they were inspired by God, but they were, like, people. So, <clears throat> the other thing I want to say to people, like, yeah, if you're coming out of, like, the the the, the, the conservative Christian world, and, and, and you're LGBTQ, like, I get how, like, there are things about the LGBTQ community, it can seem intimidating, and all that kind of stuff, but, um, you know... And, you know, there's assholes in every community, so there is assholes in the LGBTQ community on one hand. On the other hand, I don't want it to be too hard on my people because usually there's some trauma there um, that straight people don't have to deal with. But then human suffering is a universal experience and empathy for everybody. So, but, um, yeah, that's what I want to say to LGBTQ people. There's, like, a million ways to be, like, gay or bisexual or queer, et cetera, like, you know, if we're talking Sex and the City from the show, which I really enjoy, like, you can be the Samantha of the gay community. <laughs> Samantha was the one who is very confident in her sexuality. Uh, she liked to have a lot of sex. <laughs> okay, so Samantha, you know, she's awesome from Sex and the City. Or you can be, like, the Charlotte of the gay community. And Charlotte was the one who was, like, sort of a little more uptight, but, like, very lovable and that kind of thing. So, like... Or you can be in the Miranda. Back in the day, I feel like she was kind of the ball buster. I mean, whatever. You could be the Steve Urkel of the gay community. There's just a million ways to be gay. Like, some gay people are, like, super boring. Um, some are, like, super exciting. Like, you know, you be you. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and then uh, there is a a person. Uh, there's a, a straight lady who she got screwed over. Yeah, that's the other thing. Conservative Christianity, as far as my friends... It screws over straight people sometimes, too. Like, one of my... Uh, she was an acquaintance, but one of my acquaintances, she had, like... Not to tell her business, she had, like, premarital sex with a guy, and they kicked her out of church. And I was like, so she got kicked out of church for being straight? <laughs> I was like... I'm not laughing at her pain. I'm laughing at the absurdity because like she's the kindest sweetest most open-hearted amazing person ever so i don't know like any church would be lucky to have her as one of their members um yeah okay so that was a little so anyway sometimes conservative christianity is like really mean to even straight people um yeah okay but uh yeah, like, so there's a million ways to be gay. Oh, right, there's a, I, went, I went to this film festival thingy, or, like, a film showing at the LGBTQ Center, and um, there was a, excuse me, straight lady, and she got screwed over by a conservative church. I forget why. I think part of it was she was for gay rights. So she made this documentary, and the documentary was about a really, <laughs> I say this with love, the documentary was about a really boring gay couple it was too and not boring but sweet it was about two men and they were like totally in love and they adopted some kids and then they had something called the star wars room which is awesome they had an entire room in their house did dedicated to star wars which is just that sounds amazing to me because i like star wars so, um, yeah, they had a, it's called the Star Wars Room. So the documentary, like, it kind of, it was, it was kind of, it was not bad boring. It was, like, good boring. But her point was, you know, look how boring these gay people are. <laughs> these gay guys. Like, they, they had a pretty traditional, like, monogamous, et cetera, et cetera. It's a pretty traditional setup that they had, as opposed to men. 
And her point was just like, look how boring these dudes are. And her point is like, why are people homophobic? And then she tried to get into Frameline, which is the main LGBTQ film festival here in San Francisco. Of course it didn't get in because it was boring and it was quote unquote not hot and la la la. You know what I mean? Like it's like sometimes gay people feed into the stereotypes, but then again, whatever. Like I love everybody. Okay. Because it's like the boring, the documentary about the boring gay guy couple, like that kind of is good PR, I don't know, for our community. That That's good PR for our community just as much as the show Queer as Folk, which is like, you know, it's a whole different ball game. It's a, I like the American version of Queer as Folk. Like it's a good, it's a good show. But anyway, it's more exciting and sexy and et cetera. So I think we need both, you know what I mean? So, okay. Uh, so that's what I want to say there, you know, there's just a million ways to be LGBTQ if you're listening to this and you're coming out of the uber conservative, um, Christian world. Okay. Um, the second thing I say in my blog is the history of how the word homosexual made its way into the Bible is pretty messed up and cruel. Yeah. Like it's, that's the other thing. So the English word homosexual, it's debated as to when it went into the Bible, which is true. Like, some people said the, it was put in the Bible in the 1940s, but then Mel White, she, he said it was actually, it was in the Bible, like, when the pilgrims came over and they made sodomy a sin, but then the pilgrims, I think those are the same people who, like, burned, quote-unquote, burned witches. They didn't even know if they were witches. You know what I mean? Like, where's the science? So it's just, like, you know, like, you know, just the conservative or the fundamentalist versions of these things are not about love. They're kind of more about control, if we're going to psychology terms. So, yeah. Okay. So, it's just kind of debated. And um, I don't know. You just have to take it with a grain of salt is what I'm going to say. Okay. The third thing I want to say about the clobber verses is, here's what I want to say. Like, why I still... This is just me, uh, and again, I'd like to encourage um, <laughs> all queer, uh, all queer, gay, bisexual women. Uh, you know, I'm super cute, and um, I've been told, and I'm really fun to snuggle with. So, uh, just want to encourage, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, women out there to totally go on dates with me. I'm super funny, etc. Um, but anyway, so. Like, uh, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm a fun date. Okay, so I just want to say that before I'm about to say some stuff that maybe is, again, not hot in San Francisco. But, okay, (laughs) okay, the reason why I still love Jesus, yeah, and some of my friends, my queer friends, they do make fun of me for being a Christian. It's fine. I'll take the hit. (laughs) Because it's, like, not cool. So one time I was having, I was drinking beers with two of my queer lady friends, and we're on the, uh, we're in, in Berkeley. Uh, Berkeley has, I guess it's like the Berkeley Pier. And we were looking at the San Francisco uh, city skyline. And we were just having fun, just drinking beer, having fun. And then uh, one, one of my friends, she had to go to the bathroom. Sorry, she had to pee. Sorry. So she goes over, you know, it's, it's dark, it's nighttime. And we're having fun, just, you know, drinking beer and talking and having a great time. So she walks far off so she can pee. And then she's like, hey, Julie. I was like, what? You <laughs> Guess what I found? And then she's, and I said, what? She's like, it's Jesus. 
I'm sorry. We all started laughing, and she's kind of fucking with me, <laughs> and she's kind of making fun of me, and that's valid. It's, I don't explain it. It's, like, not cool to go to church, but, you know, what am I going to do and that kind of thing. Okay, so she's, again, she's fucking with me. And then one of my other queer friends, she gave me, like, this Jesus action figure. She's not Christian, but she's like, hey, Julie, I got you this action figure because, like, of Jesus. And she's like, you know, because you're, like, you're, like, a Christian and stuff. <laughs> Whatever, I'll take the hit. And again, I'd like to take this opportunity to encourage women to totally go on dates with me. I'm a fun date. Um, I don't have to talk about this stuff on dates, but, uh, you know, podcasts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, 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 anyway, the reason why I still love Jesus. Sorry if that's not hot. I don't know. Whatever. So, the reason why I still love Jesus and me and Jesus is my homeboy. Those are t-shirts back, back in high school. Like, one, yeah, I grew up in an abusive home. I had a really mean dad textbook abuse, et cetera, et cetera. And like when I was 12 or 13, like I started praying to Jesus and it worked for me, like praying to God and getting some comfort and believing a God who loves me. It worked for me, you know, and, and, and I used to, you know, from 12 to 19, I asked Jesus to change my sexual orientation, blah, blah, blah. So like, and, and it didn't work. And now that I think about it in hindsight, the, the, I went to a camp. It was like, uh, it's called GA camp, girls in action camp action being making the world a better place at that camp it was all women um my camp counselors were all women so us kids we were like 12 13 and then the camp counselors were all like early 20s mid 20s right and they were just same deal like we would go to campfires we would make marshmallows we would talk about we would do you know talk about bible stories we would also um, <clears throat> we would also uh, sing gospel songs. We're surrounded by trees and the Appalachian Mountains. I mean, it was just it was gorgeous, and that's how for me I believe like I felt first felt the presence of God, you know, and um, uh, and it was a, a a feeling of overwhelming love, you know what I'm saying. So that's why I still love Jesus and. Yes, my friends will make fun of me for that. And it's totally fine. Like, again, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, to me, the point of Christianity isn't to, like, debate the Bible or debate poetry. Um, that's not the point. To me, it's to amplify love. And love is all that matters. What was the Beatles? Love is all you need. There you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And so, I think, like, I, I, yeah, I think it's a little absurd. Um, there's so many books that go into... I, I would suggest just Google books about the clobber passages. Oh, and there's a straight guy, like a heterosexual man, who wrote a book called Unclobber the Passages. And it, the whole book is about him taking apart the... Because he's really dedicated to LGBTQ rights as well. So um, and he he does come from that kind of... I almost want to call it like a capitalistic version of Christianity because, man, some of, these, some of these like conservative conservative churches, they have so much money. That's the other thing that's a little bananas because Jesus was never rich. <laughs> it's OK to be rich. It's just like it, it's like, I don't know. That's a different podcast. It's just, you know, like when entertainers are rich, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's just when ministers are like uber, uber, uber rich, it's like it makes you feel a little funny. I guess that's the way I would put it, because you know, that's why I'm not, uh, I don't want to be a minister. <laughs> I want to be a, a successful filmmaker and I'll feel just fine making lots of money. Okay. So, uh, I'm not there yet though. Um, 
Yeah, so, okay, so th- that's what I feel like, and I'm going to say some things like, okay, I had a roommate who went to Harvard, and uh, I think it was Harvard Theology School, and one thing she said to me was, and she was, at the time she was in her 40s, I was in my 20s, so one of the things she said is, everything in the Bible is true, and some of it actually happened. <laughs> so, and, and what she meant by that was just that, <laughs> And I know that is not to sound controversial. It's just to say, like, yeah, there's so many wonderful, delightful, amazing things we can learn from the Bible. But it's also, like, take it with a grain of salt. Like, don't use the Bible as an excuse to be really mean to people. Like, that's not nice. And I think the the point of life is to be kind and loving. Like, that's the point of life, period, Uh, to yourself, to others. So do what you got to do to get there where you're dedicated to being loving and kind to all humans because life is hard for pretty much everybody. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, the other thing I wanted to say, oh, right. Uh, I went to, I've done a lot of church shopping, but I went to a church where there's another thing they said that I really, really like is, so Science is a recipe for a bowl of soup. Let's say you're going to eat some soup. And religion is poetry about soup, a bowl of soup. And they're both right at the same time. And I love that. I love that. We need science to just explain how the world works. And to me, we need um, religion, or not just religion, art, spirituality, uh, dancing, like all the good stuff. We need we need art. I'm going to say art. <laughs> We need art to explain why we exist. And uh, I took an art history class in film school before I dropped out of film school because I was like, I don't need this. Um, But, uh, you know, people have been asking those questions since humans have been around. So one of the first depictions of art was like basically like to me really pretty drawings on caves. And you, you could say if you're being poetic and whimsical, which I'm going to be, uh, you know, when they're drawing the thing the the things on the on the caves like they were trying to explain why we exist as people so as as a human race so uh i think it's important to think of it that way as far as religion spirituality that you know it's it's more about why we're here and again um uh we're here to um uh, we're here to embrace um uh the good stuff in life like we're here to be good to each other because life is so hard and it's so painful sometimes and etc cetera, etc cetera. and it can be delightful and extraordinary too okay so the last thing i want to say is there's this really amazing fantastic amazing fantastic amazing uh minister named desmond tutu and please look him up there's people who don't know who he is he was absolutely amazing he was a minister in south africa and he did a lot of a lot of amazing work like yeah and i gotta tell you you know it's not cool for me to be a christian <laughs> you can make fun of me for being a christian that's fine like and again i don't i don't talk about it on dates you know what i'm saying like i'm just saying because it's tricky it's tricky but um i had a friend who was a gay guy and a minister and he's like oh dating is so tricky if you're a gay guy minister i was like i'm sure and he was very handsome but like when people would tell him like what's your job and he would say and they're like i'm sorry what's your job (laughs) anyway luckily i'm just a filmmaker so that that helps that makes it easier okay but yeah, Desmond Tutu is a reverend, is a minister from South Africa. He passed away. But he is like, it's he made, 
he is the one who made Christianity quote unquote cool. Here's the deal again, not trying to convert anyone to Christianity, super respectful of all religions. I just want to emphasize that. But I'm just saying, like, (laughs) I'm not the cool one, but Desmond Tutu was. He was loving. He was kind. He wrote a book with the Dalai Lama. Yeah, I told you, he's really cool. (laughs) So um, he wrote books on forgiveness. He wrote books on joy. Like, he was just, and and, and he was just amazing. But he was a huge advocate for LGBTQ rights. And he has a long, long history of fighting for LGBTQ rights. He, you know, and uh, like, on behalf of LGBTQ people, we're so lucky we had Desmond Tutu. Like, he's cool. He's like the Batman, the Superman, the Iron Man of, like, m- ministers. Just want to say that. Okay. Um. So, yeah, with that, read the books that break down the Bible verses. Like, um, for one example, like, the ancient word for quote-unquote like one word they did for example one word that they interpreted as quote-unquote homosexual um the the original word was actually a word used for a sex worker the kind of sex worker who provides services to both or all genders and they decided just to flat out interpret that as the word homosexual so that's an example of how things just got mistranslated but also in general just take the bible with a grain of salt um so yeah, so I don't believe the Bible does condemn homosexuality personally. I don't, and I don't think that's the point of being alive. So that's that's my two cents. Um, here's what I want to say: here is just always, always, always be kind to yourself and others, whoever you are. Like always be kind, always be loving. First with yourself, like take it easy on yourself. You know. Oh, and just to let you know, like one of the happiest—they're not perfect, but one of the happiest—you know queer lady lesbian couples I know like one of them is a nurse practitioner at a hospital um in San Francisco and she specifically picked a hospital where they accept patients regardless if they have health insurance or not and she said that was important to her and I was like well that's as that's as loving and kind as it gets and her wife is a minister straight up who ministers to like um to uh well this is she's a hospice minister you know hospice people who are at the end of their lives um so and actually uh i forget what it's called but in her internship i guess she was actually ministering minister she was a hospice minister to children so children who are at the end of their lives um and just knowing how kind-hearted she is um that that's as kind and loving as it gets like being a source of love and kindness to a family as unfortunately they're seeing a child you know in a place where they're about to pass away that's sad but my my point is that's a lesbian couple like uh you know they're married to each other you know what i'm saying <laughs> so but that's them doing good in the world and that's that's what's important um rather than the technicality of six bible verses um that's that's kind of where i stand um it's this is a hard topic to talk about i don't I'd rather not revisit it <laughs> because I think in I think nowadays in modern society like it's not cool to be homophobic or biphobic or transphobic like I think that's the common conversation so I think I think um so anyway I hope this was helpful to you anybody listening this is a really tough 
uh, subject to talk about. Like, I know one guy, he does a seminar on these verses, and it's like a three-day seminar. So, uh, yeah, this is just a podcast. So, please, if this is, like, kind of just introduces you to this subject and it's something you want to explore then definitely Google and find out. There's even Matthew Vines has a course that costs ninety nine dollars. I was like, I don't need to take it. But if anyone out there just wants to take the course, and it's like nineteen modules, so like he really breaks it down as far as the Bible verses. Then definitely go do that. So on my website, I have um, I have some quote cards. Okay, now these aren't super original, but okay, this is what I wrote. Okay. So first quote by me is be kind always. Yeah, just and first to yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like we all get grumpy and all that kind of thing. So like be, but be good to yourself first. And then and then it, you you're giving yourself the power to be kind to others as well. And then the next thing I said was you will find your people, I promise. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh Stephen Pressfield, one of my favorite authors of all time. Uh he says like he said he has a saying you'll find better friends and like I've had to set some boundaries over the past year or two and not all like some of my friends they know who they are I've in where I'll be friends with them forever but I did have to set some boundaries this year or two and I just remember Stephen Pressfield saying like you'll find better friends and I was like yeah totally I gotta make room in my life for for kinder better people okay so uh, yeah, you will find your people, I promise, whoever, if you're listening. Okay, uh, my next quote, just going to really emphasize, always, always, always be kind to yourself and others, always. Like, try to get there, try to be there. If you're feeling grumpy, we all get grumpy, then just, when I'm feeling grumpy, I'm like, I'm just going to drink some water, uh, whatever, and just watch some TV, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I stay home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't subject people to my grumpiness because... You know what I mean? It's okay to be grumpy. Just don't, you know, leash it on other people. Okay. And last quote is, um, you have no idea how much love you're going to have coming at you. Everything's going to work out. I promise. You're going to be okay if you're listening to this. You're really going to be okay. Um, I say this now. I'll say it again. The point of being alive is to amplify love. And that's it. That's it. And uh, love yourself. Love others. Love feels good. It's supposed to feel good. You know, it's supposed to feel warm and fuzzy like a or like some, you know, pants, pants you get right out of the the, the dryer and you put them on and you're like, ooh, feels good. So that's what love's supposed to feel like. So, um, yeah. OK, so be kind and loving and awesome towards others and to yourself and go be awesome. Um, that That's what I have to say about the clobber passages. If you want a deep, deep, deep dive into um, the actual verses, I, I, I touched on it a little bit. Um, there's tons of, just Google uh, or check out my blog. I think I, I, I have some links on my blog as well. Okay, I'm Julie Kerr, writer and director of the Indie Nerdy Comedy Geek Less Punk. If you go to my website, juliekerrstudios.com, K-E-R-R, you can uh, join my email list. You can um, get merchandise. If you join my email list, you get, oh, you can check out my movie. I made a, uh, basically a romantic comedy. It's more Kevin Smith than, like, Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> but you can check out my romantic comedy that I made. Uh, if you join my email list, you get discounts on everything. And if you just straight up email me, like, hey, hey, you get a really big discount. So, <laughs> all right. Um, thank you so much for listening. Just understanding that it is my belief that you're a child of God and that you're made perfectly. It's okay to be gay, bisexual, trans, like, all of it. It's it's okay to be straight. It's okay to be all of it, as long as you're being kind and loving towards yourself and others. 
Um, uh, yeah, the Dalai Lama said, my religion is kindness. Love it. I love that. Now, his religion is, you know, it's Buddhism. <laughs> but um, you know what I mean. So with that, uh, yeah, my religion is kindness, love, joy, kindness, empathy, and setting boundaries. But that's the point of being alive, you know. Um, whatever our personal theologies are, I respect all of them. But the point is for us to be kind and loving to each other. Okay, love y'all. Thanks so much for listening. You're the best. Totally check out my website and uh, feel free to buy some stuff. <laughs> but if you join my email list, uh, if you go to my website, you'll see a bar where you can join my email list and I'll send you discounts, all kinds of good stuff. Okay, I'm Julie. Thanks so much for listening. You're the best. Talk to you later. Bye.